0: Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking First Cut! Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and for the first time (laughs) ever, one, we're all together. Too. we're outside, which yes. creates some elements that we're gonna have to work with. Greg Ducharme is here. Greg, you are not only here at the Country Club, but you are working feature holes, my friends.
1: Yes, uh, I've been very fun um, broadcasting a little bit, getting my feet wet yeah. there. But my, the highlight of the day is meeting you guys in person. <laughs> I mean, we've been working together for over two years now. And it's been two been years. Full, full twenty twenty. Right. Twenty
0: nineteen Presidents Cup was
1: like our first. Yeah. Our first thing.
2: It's almost been it's three almost years. Been three. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and we did have a little lull in the middle there, but yeah. now, I mean, almost two, over two years and we hadn't met. So That's I'm
2: very excited about this. What a weird world to like work together for almost three years and not, I mean, we've met. Yeah. We, we, we spend
0: hours a week talking to one another. I, I, is, like, I legitimately
2: probably talk to you guys some weeks more than I talked to my wife. For sure. Maybe.
0: Hmm. Should should work on pro- that. pro-
2: that's that's by the way. That's <laughs> edit, edit
0: that What's <laughs> 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 up, everybody? We are, uh, what a day. What a day. We are literally a uh, range side at the Country Club, Club here in Brookline, Massachusetts. Uh, let's talk golf course first. I think when you get a U.S. Open, that tends to be the star. Greg, we'll start with you. You got a focused section. What were we on? 11, 12, and 13 today. 11, but 12, that's 13. Integral stretch of holes, and obviously, you walked the rest of the course. Um, it, it's
1: fascinating because 11 is this. It played 122 yards today. Had a frontish hole location. It's way downhill. It, the green is not, it's plenty big. It's, it's a big enough green. Yet it gave guys fits because it, it was all based on where the hole location was. It was right on this little saddle and player after player would leave it low. And then if you, if you it, the next guy who played it high, it breaks the other way uh from long of the hole so it was it was very difficult and when the wind was swirling they're dumping it in the bunker couple guys hitting it way long for just a 130 yard shot so that was very cool um, and then 12 is highlighted by the slope of the green, which I think is a huge part of the rest of this golf course. Uh, it's it was the hardest hole on the golf course. It's only like 473 yards, and it all it has everything to do with the green. I mean, it's even it's a wide fairway, yeah. uh, easy to hit, and that green is just so severely sloped. And I I think there are probably more difficult hole locations
2: you'll see there at 12 as well. So. Did he give Fitz fits? Did he give Matthew Fitzpatrick Fits? <laughs> uh you can, can you use that tomorrow on air? If he makes like a double there.
1: If he makes a double there. Today, what a shot he hit. That chip was sweet. Right. You're uh, talking about he chipped in from back there. Was that on eleven? Uh no, that was on twelve. Okay. Yeah. The hardest hole in the course he hit. we talking it about
0: eleven giving people fits.
1: Eleven was giving people fits. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And twelve was too, it was the hardest hole out there. Yeah. Yeah,
0: KP, you've had the luxury of being here longer than I have. I I got here this morning. I walked the first green I saw was 17, and I just laughed out loud yeah. of how small it is, how difficult this is. I mean, we we described it as rugged all week long, perfect description. I didn't know
2: what that meant until I got here. Yeah, it's it's really it, it's a really cool course, and Craig just puts us to shame when we're talking about stuff like this, but. The thing that really struck me is I, I felt like, and I want to get your take on this, Greg, I felt like the USGA set it up really well for a first day. It reminded me a little bit of uh, Wingfoot in 2020, where it felt like, OK, JT shot 65, not today, but in, in 2020 at Wingfoot. But we can turn it up from here, and, and players are going to start going backward. And that's what it feels like right now, because I walked, with, uh, I walked in the morning with Rory, Xander, and uh, Hideki, and the greens were slow. They weren't. I mean, slow. They're not slow, but compared to what they could be, because of how slopey everything is, right. so it feels like it feels like the USGA has the the course in like the perfect position for a US Open to be able to turn it up over the next three days and, and uh, just have kind of a, a really fun US Open weekend.
1: Well, you can hear, you can probably hear how windy it is here. And when you, when you have windy conditions with, um, which it's gonna be like every day, maybe the direction will change, but it's gonna be windy every day. When you add that to really slopey greens, they become unplayable. And I think the USGA is just, they're, they're done with, being the problem in a U.S. Open, and we've seen it ever since Shinnecock in 2018. I mean, Pebble was very benign in the setup. Um, Wingfo was very, it was tough, but benign, and so was Torrey Pines. And I I think we're seeing the same iteration of that here where it's a tough test, and there's room for it to get more difficult, no question, Um, but it's it's fair.
2: Speaking of the greens, I saw uh, Rory and one of the other guys in their group, uh, into seventeen, I think it was Hideki. They hit these. So seventeen is kind of a short-ish par four if you can cut the corner, and they both hit great drives. It was Rory and Hideki, and because of where the pin was on the on the back uh, shelf there, they hit these like kind of they like drove these like spinny pitches, like these really low like spinners, and it was just such a cool thing to see because it's it's not something that you necessarily see at a regular PGA Tour stop because of you know, it feels like everything there is just hit it as high as you can and, like, you know, let it fall out of the sky. And it was a creative, cool shot that we don't see every week on the PGA Tour. And it, it just it made me appreciate, I think, the green complexes and the way everything was set up at a, at a place like Brookline.
0: The man at the top of the leaderboard, gentlemen. Your boy! A four under, 66, six birdies, two bogeys on the card, Adam Hadwin out in front, one shot clear of the chase pack. Greg, you've been telling should, us this as We, has been we should leave. <laughs> just let him. Just let him have the stage. The I've been Charm telling Shop. you this
1: since we first met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Hadwin is. Uh, Look, this is this is a difficult one for me. I send out it nearly every morning the last three mornings. It, he's your emotion, been at your emotions, your emotions are running board. too high, They're or what? Too it's difficult. Yeah. From it's this situation. Too,
2: too big to talk yeah. about.
1: Every Thursday morning, I've been sending out a "Here we go again" because Adam Hadwin will be <laughs> two under through two or one under through one and in first T one, and it usually doesn't hold on. But now he's the overnight leader of the U.S. Open. Now I I feel like. Right now, the top of this leaderboard has a lot of guys who are kind of in his style of play. They're shorter hitters, maybe a little more accurate, good putters and good short game players. But right behind them, that group at one under par and even is the Bombers. And as you said, that golf course gets a little more difficult as the weekend goes along. And I'm a little bit worried that uh, that a guy like Adam Hadwin is going to kind of, that that leaderboard's going to flip.
2: Can you still hear us, Jacob? we got... Blowers over <laughs> here, and they, we're battling the elements. It's no longer dome podcasting. What, we're out. We're the elements. Uh, Adam Hadwin feels a little like uh, Russell Henley last year to me. Great where I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's going to shoot seventy eight tomorrow. I think he could hang around a little bit, but I don't know that at the end of the weekend he's going to be uh, holding the trophy, especially with the horses that are behind him. So I'm sorry, Greg, but. It could. It, it might. He might get overtaken Look, down the is, stretch. This is a
1: win for me. If if it, I I wish that there was some kind of crystal or some commemorative
0: for you, object for, for me. Him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not for him. Well, they are piling up behind Adam Hadwin. They're not going to let him have this one after just 18 holes because there's a pack at three under, which is one shot back. That pack headlines by Rory McElroy. second consecutive major championship in which he's been. At the top near the top of the leaderboard after the opening rounds but we saw KP kind of a very different version of Rory McIlroy today
2: we did uh, I was surprised very and you know he played well he played really well I mean he, he hit I don't know how many greens in regulation you might have it right there but I was with him for most of the morning it seemed like he hit I don't know 13 14 greens in regulation which is kind of the what is 13 13 there you go it's uh, kind of the name of the game here and at US Opens in general I, I thought I thought it was a good round but he you know he he uh, excavated the bunker on five with his club he threw a club on nine and I so I think two things I think one um, he, he's not beyond our criticism like it's not a great look but at the same time, it was cool to see him like really engaged in a major. Because I think some of our criticism of him at past majors has been that he's sleepwalking, or that he's not engaged enough, or that he's not emotional enough at some of these majors. And so that part was cool to see. But I think the other thing, and this is the part that I worry about a little bit more, US Opens are so emotional. I mean, it's such an emotional four days because of how the golf course wears you down and his he's been carrying a lot around emotionally just in terms of the live golf stuff versus the pga tour he's been they kind of rolled him out as the i mean he's become the de facto spokesperson for all of golf and that's an emotional thing and it's something that he said today like i didn't i didn't ask for this you guys just keep asking me questions and i think that has worn him down a little bit i think we saw the kind of a little bit of that on Thursday. And so I worry about how that holds up for the next three rounds.
0: If you just watched the body language and you just saw the low lights, you would have thought it was a 77 in the opening round from Rory McIlroy, not a 67. So might not be pleased with the game, but at the end of the day, he's one shot back with 54 to go. He couldn't be in a
1: better position. I mean, he's exactly where you want to be. And I, I think this one feels different because of all that emotion that Kyle talked about. Um, and sometimes. The opposite of fear is is anger, and the opposite of nerves can be intensity sometimes. And when when the moment gets really intense and you get riled up the way Rory has, it 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 can calm your nerves and it can take the moment and it it shrinks it from uh, I got to win the U.S. Open to I got to beat. Somebody else, or I'm going to prove Greg Norman wrong, or I'm going to. It focuses that one moment, um, or or this huge event, down to one thing. I'll show you, and I I think that's really going to help Rory
2: through the rest of the week. I think it. I think it. um, Rory's so interesting because when you talk about the PGA Tour against Live Golf, which has become what this, this, not just this week, but this entire year is about his um his play on the course gives his words off the course gravity and gravity rules the world right like we are we are confined by gravity like if you have gravity then you have power and i think that's that you know for like there's a lot of guys that speak well about golf but they don't all go go out and shoot 67 in the first round of the u.s open so i think that Like, whether people want it to to be or not, like Live Golf is a storyline, and the people speaking against it or for it is a storyline and Rory winning this week would affect that landscape for the rest of the year.
0: What he's trying to accomplish has never been done. Justin Ray lets us know that no player has won the US Open the week immediately after winning on the PGA Tour. So trying to accomplish that feat. Uh, It's not going to be easy because the, the names continue to pile up. Dustin Johnson, one of those defectors to live golf. Greg, T7, two under par. I think there was a lot of questions about the state of Dustin Johnson's game, how we compare those 54-hole events in 48-player fields to what we see on the PGA Tour. But so far, so good for a past US Open champion. He's a great
1: US Open player for, for because he drives it so well. And he has control of his shot shape. I saw a couple times when he hit a beauty into 13 that was a high fade. He couldn't even see it. Um, but he scrambles well. He grinds hard. He, he takes putter. his time on putts. Underrated putter. Extremely underrated putter. We've talked about that many times before. Um, and i think that helps him on difficult setups so um, I, I it in a very strange way you're shaping up for a big live versus pga tour <laughs> can you, battle can with you rory imagine and if DJ. we got rory and dj that's right here in front of us oh. Oh. i'm was, not sure it's going to be the final group but these guys can both hang on and compete here well i think i think
2: I don't know about you guys. I've been accused of like, oh, you just you hate all the live guys and you want them to shoot eighty. And you are the
0: Phil Mickelson of our group. You take all the heat on the on the on the live golf comments, and we thank you for that. <laughs> You're the a, punching bag. I, just we just kidding. get nothing. You get it all.
2: So thank you, first off. So, I I don't I don't think that, like I want DJ to be in the mix because it, it's it's more interesting to me. I think it makes it fascinating. You've got this. It, I said this on Twitter. It's not. It's more nuanced than this, but it's a little bit of. It feels like good versus evil right now. You've got a lot of villains on the live golf stuff. I don't know that DJ is necessarily one of them, but he's sort of the face of it, right? Yeah. And you've got all these guys like Rory and JT that everybody loves on the PGA tour, and I just I think a DJ Rory uh, kind of duel would be it would be awesome. It would be so much fun. It would it would be emblematic of where golf is at right now, and I think it would be. Uh, whether people like it or not, I think it would be great for this week. Two
0: big names at one under par, John Rahm and Justin Thomas. John Rahm had himself a John Rahm day. He drove it very well. More he Morikawa as well. He gave himself plenty of of, of opportunities. Justin Thomas going for his second consecutive major championship. Col- throw Colin Morikawa in it. In Col- Colin Morikawa, if he wins this event, would have three legs of the career grand slam in 11 major starts. I mean, this is this is shaping up to be incredible. And they're right they're right there. This yes. is
1: the perfect position. And you can see the way this leaderboard is shaping out. It's like we've seen this movie before. Yeah. You know that the, the heavy hitters are right there. We and saw it gonna, last year. We, la- yeah. I mean, you saw it in a way. Last major. And last week. Uh, last week. These things have a way of evolving. And uh, to use the cliche line, the cream rises to the top. Yeah. And, but that's especially true at a major. And they're hanging right there. You have to trust John Rahm's uh, ability with the driver. And JT's scrambling in iron play. There, there are so many reasons to trust these players that they're going to contend and compete. Who, who do you think out of
2: those three finishes the, the highest on the leaderboard this week?
1: Well, I think at the beginning of the week, I was partial to JT, but the more I looked at Rom's numbers, I mean... The numbers were so good. Yeah, he's turned it around. He's, he hasn't quite put it together, but he, the putter is not an issue anymore. Right. It, right? That's, that's scary.
0: The putter's not an issue. Around the green has not been an issue. And oh, by the way, he's the best driver of the golf
2: ball on planet Earth. I think he was the best driver in the field today. He I was at least was... top two last I checked. Okay. I didn't see what the final number was. Yeah, yeah I think it is tough. He, he had a moment where he could have made a nine on 17. He had a yeah, provisional. That, yeah. So he, he hit a ball that he thought went out of bounds. He had another one. And I think that one did go out of bounds. So he, he's about to hit another one. And they found his first one. Right, and so, so he's
0: about to be five off the tee, yeah. thinking his first two are out. Yeah, <laughs> they found his first
2: one. He ended up making, I think, a four. He could have made a three. I think he had a he had a look at birdie. I think I'm going JT. He put, he played in the tougher wave of those three guys again, uh, again. again all year. JT's been in the tough wave. It wasn't quite as bad as Thursday at the PGA, but he he was he was he shot the same score in the tougher wave. cow is weird because. He, it should be him he's been extraordinary at major championships but he keeps talking about this draw that he's hitting that he doesn't really it doesn't sound like he trusts it very much and even rom who i think did they play together i think it was rom was talking about like morikawa didn't have the best ball striking day that that he's seen from him so that to me was a little bit of a commentary on morikawa not being kind of at the top of his game which i think has me a little concerned
0: Phil Mickelson has been one of the biggest storylines in golf and everything else over the por- course of the past couple of months. Kyle and I have already spent so much oxygen talking about the reception that Phil got today and he's getting this week, Greg. Eight over par, 78. Not a very good round, but correct me if I'm wrong, seems to be like a pretty positive sentiment towards him this week.
1: Yeah, there is. There really is. I mean, I, I am curious to see if we get a couple of hecklers here and there. But I think the golf fan in general is a respectful fan, and uh, and they they love Phil Mickelson still. Uh, the media has been very harsh on him, but that doesn't mean that your everyday fans, your major championship fans,
2: understand the gravity, or even know. They may not even know about it. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing. Like I don't, uh, your average U.S. Open fan that came here today, do they? They just want to see Phil Mickelson, right? Like they just want to yeah. see. They've us. heard rumors of live. Yeah, but they don't. They haven't dug into it. They probably haven't read me or listened to y'all or, or whatever, which is fine. Like that's the, that's what probably what sports should be. You you probably shouldn't be like everybody who's watching this and deep into it every day or whatever not that you shouldn't be but that's not what the majority of people are
1: yeah there's definitely a a feel at an event that this is an event right this isn't a a playoff hockey game where you feel like everybody there is rooting for one team it's not that it's an this is an event it's a golf event and and the fans are respectful
2: but I think at this uh, you know to go just on his play like Phil's not playing bad because he's a live golfer. He's playing bad because he hasn't played, and he's not been good at U.S. Opens over the last nine years. I mean, you go back to, I think it was 2013 was his last top 20 even at a U.S. Open. He he doesn't play U.S. Opens very well. He's 51, 52. He turned 52 today. He's 52. And it's just, yeah, it just gets a lot more difficult. I did not, I don't think anybody expected him to play well this week, and I think that's, I mean, he's going to miss the cut by a lot. Seemingly
0: he is, so we're going to talk about guys who could win this golf tournament. I've got the live odds from our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook, but first we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. And we're back. To no one's surprise, Rory McIlroy is the favorite to win the U.S. That's offensive. Open. That's offensive.
2: Adam Hadwin. Greg is literally the only human outside of Canada that is offended by this.
0: Adam Hadwin is 10th on the odds board, Greg, which oh. is even more. Offensive so Rory McIlroy four-and-a-half to one Justin Thomas John Rahm Matt Fitzpatrick all 11 to one Adam Hadwin 25 to one I can give you some specific names if you're interested, what did,
2: what did fitzy end at was he three or two under? Uh, two I believe two, two under two. Yeah. Did He two bogey at 18 because I think he was at three he bogeyed eighteen. Yep. Uh, what's JT at what Justin what's Thomas
0: it? is ten to one
2: he's 10. at one under he said he's three back, Correct. maybe two back of the, the real lead. The real lead. Yeah. Um, what's Morikawa?
0: Morikawa is 18 to 1. 3 back. That's kind of interesting. That's really it. So he he made a bomb putt on two, yeah. which is gonna pad the putting stats.
2: Two is hard. Two
0: is very, very hard. I, I mean there's there's a thing where when he gets in the heat of the battle, like I trust him. And he's in the heat of the battle. I,
2: I that was the one that stuck out to me. Colin Morakow at eighteen to one. What what is DJ at? I, I think that would be interesting because he's only one back of Rory and two back of the lead. Twenty to one. Oof. I would. I think that's high. I think he should be shorter that's than that. High. That's really high. It's. I Sitting mean, he, right. He hasn't been playing great golf, but he's somebody that has played good enough at majors, and he has the st- sort of. Uh, Makeup that if he gets into it, you're like, well, I I don't. It's it's a it's kind of like Brooks. Like he's I don't really care. Like I don't care what the last two months have looked like. It's DJ in the mix at a major. Like it 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 almost is irrelevant.
1: Right. You and and he has the ability. Like okay, I was standing too far away from the ball. I move closer and I go shoot 30 under at the Northern Trust. Like yeah. he he will get it in the literally the snap of a finger. That's why it's so hard to predict. What's
2: Haviland at?
0: 35 i think i saw i like that he's only four back
2: although 35. i don't i don't really like him on this course just because the short game is you know his shaky. short game
1: i found an interesting stat about his short game he's like 204th strokes gained approach around us. the green yeah but uh scrambling from the rough he's 10th on tour what is scrambling from the rough like when you're getting up and down up and down percentage from the rough so not bunkers. Not bunkers. So if you say
2: bunk, so is, is bunker play is problem? No, bunker play is terrible. Bunker play is bad. Okay.
1: Yeah, and and like fairway areas or are re- tight lies yeah. and scrambling remember really it's
0: just getting up and down. It's not necessarily a, a strokes gains metric. It's him getting up and down right. for par. The problem is, is there's the a road. lot
2: of tight lies around these greens, but there's also a lot of In rough. Front. In front. It's mostly rough if you're long or on the sides. So Southern Hills would be a place where there's more like tight lines around. the the national. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. 35 to 1? Four back? Look,
1: I don't know what that really means. Is he going to hit it in the rough more often? Is he going to get up and
2: down here? He's aiming for the
0: road. He (laughs) he was with Justin Thomas and Tony Finau and was driving it past them down the heart of the fairway. That's that's,
2: cr- that's I mean crazy. You Trust what's him the, with the driver. What's yeah. uh, what's Xander at? I think it was twenty five to one. Okay, and, he's at, and even. he's at even. Yeah, I I don't like him to win. I, I don't like him enough. He's going to win. do the thing where he like he's shoots. He's going to finish T tomorrow, and then 68-69 Finish T nine. What and do you? And you're like, yeah.
0: this is. What are you most looking forward to tomorrow?
2: What am I most looking forward to tomorrow? Um,
0: I'm most looking forward to whatever Jordan Spieth does. Right, we, we Wait, he
2: ended it two over or two one over, over,
0: which gained strokes to the field. Yeah, he was obviously not feeling well. He gets the long delay. If he makes a move, I think he's still very much in it. But th- like, I have no idea what to expect from. Him. I want to. Wa- I'm going to be watching Jordan Spieth hardcore
2: tomorrow. I think. I, I think I'm most excited tomorrow about what does DJ do? Yeah. I mean, I think that's he didn't talk to the media today. I don't know if that was we heard that he was going to. No, he never ends yeah, up. Doing he, it. He, 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 the okay. people I talked to over there, maybe he did after we came over here, but the people I talked to over there said he got, got he ducked out. I don't know if that was purposeful. I don't know what that was about. But if DJ's at five under tomorrow, you gotta talk to the media. It becomes a thing. I, I think that would as again, as much as people don't want to hear about this, like the live thing is a huge story. DJ's the face of it. I think it would be fascinating if he got into the mix at an event that a week ago we were like, is he gonna be banned from this event? Right. 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 Very interesting. But I, I will say I'm glad that nobody took
1: what's very clearly the biggest story in this event, which, which is... is what does uh, what does Adam Hadwin
0: do? Oh,
2: tomorrow?
0: <laughs> it's good. It's a good bit. We've got <laughs> <No>. running here.
2: I'm <laughs> um, just trying to fuel I, the fire. I got I got just hijacked by that. Yeah. I, I
1: didn't see that coming. Um I, I think Rory McIlroy is still the biggest story tomorrow. On a serious note, he's done this before. He's played well before. He's been in position and let us down at one point. If you're a fan, uh, but he's had a letdown round, and I'm wondering is
2: are, are we going to see him put four really high quality rounds together if, this if, week? If Rory shoots blank tomorrow, then I'm convinced that he's going to win this tournament. What what is what's that number for you? Um, sixty nine. So it's not, I, was,
0: I was gonna say sixty-eight.
2: So it's not that low. No, I don't think. So I don't if Rory it has shoots sixty-nine to tomorrow, you're you you are in on him winning the U.S. Open. Yeah, unless Adam Hadwin shoots sixty-three.
0: <laughs> if Adam Hadwin shoots a sixty-three tomorrow, I'll get the Canadian flag tattooed on me somewhere. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty safe, right? That's very safe. Yeah, that's very, very safe. safe. Okay. Uh,
2: I think if Rory shoots, I think it would take sixty-six for me. Really? Yeah. So
1: that'd put him at seven under, and you'd, yeah, you'd feel all right
2: if he sh- if he shoots sixty six tomorrow. I'll write the this is happening column. Okay. The the, the prince of Pontevedra is is greater than the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> we
0: accept. Wow. We accept this offer. <laughs>
2: is that a, Should we should we like cut it off there?
0: <laughs> all right, gents. Uh, round one in the books. We're gonna be back after each and every round this week, coming to you together. I can't believe it. It's happening. Greg doing all the hard work behind the camera Jacob doing all the hard work on the mixer Greg Ducharm can be found on Twitter at the real GFD that's Kyle Porter. you can find him at Kyle Porter CBS and you can find me at Rick Run good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.